0: This is a Technicum podcast.
1: 5G. It's become a buzzword, a marketing term, maybe even a sales gimmick. But behind all the glitz and glamour of the promised tremendous data speeds and ultra-low latency are the people making it happen. And here in Europe, it's H2020 funded projects that are enabling this research. I'm Peter Ballant from Technicon, and today we look at one such project called Serena. Serena partners are exploring the use of high frequencies for data delivery. And the higher the frequency, the shorter the radio waves are able to travel. So they must travel smarter And this is where beamforming and new types of antennas are coming in. Using gallium nitride on silicone as a means to develop high-performance millimeter-wave active antenna systems at a commercially viable price point while remaining energy-efficient is at the heart of Serena. Today, we talk with Serena partners Giuseppe Keira and Thomas Kühne from the Technische Universität Berlin. Let's have a listen. Welcome, gentlemen, and thanks for coming on today. Great. Yes, thanks for the invitation.
0: Yeah, (laughs) thank you.
1: (laughs) In the intro, we heard a bit about the big picture in Serena. But what is your particular role in the project? And we'll start with you, Giuseppe.
2: Yeah, so basically, Serena is a large project with many partners. We cover the signal processing part. And the signal processing part uh, consists of uh, basically what comes after the antennas and the A to D converters and uh, take the signals and uh, basically make sense out of them.
1: And to clarify for our listeners, when you say A to D converter, that means simply uh, analog to digital. Thomas, can you add anything here?
0: Yes. Yeah, so the the part of signal processing is not only the strict uh, designing the signal processing, but because of we are so many partners and also from different uh, fields uh, of expertise, Um, it's also our task to basically uh, help designing the overall system and say what uh, requirements the signal processing has on the other components um, and also what is the limitation of the signal processing so that the others know what they can expect. So it's also on the uh, collaboration side that uh, basically we uh, discuss it together in the project. And it's our task to basically present the signal processing and the communication
1: system. So your team is basically managing expectations when it comes to signal processing. And this is important because nothing happens without the signal getting through, regardless of hardware or anything else.
2: Yeah, actually, the signal processing involves going from the digital domain to the analog domain. And therefore, uh, the uh, the transmission side is uh, generating waveforms that will be then uh, amplified, filtered, and sent through the antennas. And on the other side, on the receiver side, is uh, uh, collecting the signals from the antennas, filters, uh, and uh, eventually a to d converters. Uh, and then uh, somehow transferring them into a digital machine that does the numerical processing uh, of the signals, and therefore uh, uh, analyzes, uh, you know, decode the signals if this is a digital communication. But anyway, uh, does the the measurement, the representation, the, the the of the signals that come from from the hardware. So without that, the hardware is. Difficult to understand what the hardware does if you if you don't see the signals. Eventually, you can actually process them and make sense out of them.
0: So maybe in general, for more customer viewpoint, what the signal processing does is it converts the the bits from a video, for example, uh, and converts it to this analog signal, which is then used by the hardware to be, to be transmitted. And this conversion process. Uh, it consists in general of many, many steps, and some are related to communication systems, and we are basically covering this communication steps. And the better we do that, the better the communication is, so the more reliable and the higher the data rate is.
1: Yeah, reliability and speed from the consumer side, these are the top issues. and. Working at higher frequencies gives us increased bandwidth, thus faster communication speeds. But tell us, Giuseppe, about the challenges or downsides of working with these higher frequencies.
2: Yeah, so it is very challenging because there is something called the propagation loss that depends on the wavelength. So the smaller the wavelength uh, and therefore the higher the frequency, the smaller the wavelength, uh, the larger is this propagation loss. And this propagation loss has to be compensated through uh, antenna gain. So uh, antenna gains means that uh, one has to design, in this case, in the case of Serena, smart uh, antenna arrays that uh, create uh, something called beamforming gain. So the antennas becomes very directive. And in order to achieve this uh, directivity, basically, well, there is the, all the digital and analog processing that uh, that creates that. So it's not only a problem of amplifying the, the, the signal, but it's also creating these uh, special antenna radiation patterns that can be steered towards uh, the, the target. And of course, this presents a number of problems. So the technology problem is to design efficient uh, uh, hardware and, and uh, algorithms to to do this beam steering. And on the, uh, also, uh, the, 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 there are problems in terms of uh, network design because one has to design particular transmission patterns and uh, that allow the base stations and the users to estimate directions and point beams at at each other which is a fairly difficult process especially in uh, mobility conditions where beams have to follow the target in addition uh, high frequencies uh, suffer from blocking problems so they don't go through walls they don't, go, they don't go around buildings uh, like lower frequencies do. So it means that uh, you need probably a more distributed, a more dense deployment of uh, access points in order to have uh, uh, to guarantee uh, coverage. So there, uh, there is a number of challenges at the system level, at the technology level, and at the algorithmic levels that make the exploitation of very high frequencies still quite... Uh, quite at the beginning and the direction of 5G and then beyond 5G is to go higher and higher and so to address these issues.
0: Yeah, and uh, I, I think one of the major challenges or the downsides is that this technology is very new. All what this said is true and that's why you need those new technologies. But one has to understand with 5G is the first big standard to actually introduces these high frequency into uh, real products. It has been there before, but just a couple of years ago, and was more Wi-Fi systems, but it hasn't been used. It never really uh, took off. So where the lower frequencies have been used for 20, 30 years, and with radar even longer uh, in commercial systems, this is the first time where those technologies are used in uh, commercial systems. And that's what is challenging in actually using those. Uh, So the downside is that the experience is much lower,
1: uh, is much less experience than with for higher frequencies. That's a good point, Thomas. I would imagine that without decades of performance data or real-world experience, working in these high frequencies could be quite challenging. What do you think, Serena? Can contribute to the five G world of tomorrow?
0: It's actually not maybe a single result which Serena will uh, uh, will have, but. Serena is a project with many partners, and it's actually bringing together different technologies to basically solve this common goal of uh, having an efficient uh, high-frequency system. Uh, And it's also the interesting uh, part of Serena is that there is this cooperation between the many partners. And for example, we have some partners who focus on manufacturing, and some focused like we are on the signal processing and basically all our results are a bit hidden from the customer because what we will enable with this cooperation and uh, basically the that we design a system which has all of these different fields in mind is that we have a more efficient system so the power consumption might be better um and also have a like a higher integrated system so that it's actually feasible to, to be implemented so that 5G can have many, many of those uh, millimeter wave or high frequency uh, base stations. Uh, and not only a few because if they are costly and if they use a high power, maybe uh, there are few, but if they're really up to date and they, they don't use too much power and they are cheap enough so that they can solve with a profit then they are actually deployed by the providers.
1: Meaning these marketing aspects must be considered even in the R&D phases. Giuseppe, do you have anything to add? I
2: generally agree that the Serena platform is a high output power, steerable antenna array at millimeter waves that is highly integrated and therefore it's like a step forward in bringing this technology to become you know uh, mainstream in terms of cost and usability Uh, then we have to see how the especially the industry partners in uh, in serena will uh, decide to do and this will evolve into uh, real products that's maybe a bit early to say but certainly that's the direction
1: that would certainly be a great result coming from serena giuseppe Sometimes in the field of communication, we hear of beyond 5G. Is it clear what beyond 5G will actually be?
2: Yeah, so it's funny because uh, 5G is barely being deployed uh, and uh, the component of 5G which is deployed is mainly uh, the core network and some you know software uh, features, and some radio access interfaces at uh, relatively low frequencies. There is uh, not yet, as far as I know, a part of, say, beyond lab experiments, there is not yet a widespread uh, deployment of millimeter waves, uh, at least for the access, so that, uh, for, for the access to the users. People use millimeter waves uh, for, uh, relaying macro base station to smaller base stations to do like a wireless front hole and things like this but for access for coverage is still pretty much not yet there nevertheless industry and research are really you know thinking about beyond 5g some people uh, there are 6g centers uh, 6g research hubs popping uh, uh, out in different uh, european countries so Uh, I think that the the definition of beyond 5G is still quite vague. Uh, For some people, this means going even to higher frequencies than millimeter waves. Other people talk about uh, different type of features, you know, the the ways of going beyond cellular. People talk about uh, cell-free user-centric networks that go beyond the concept of cellular there is this concept of uh, open run uh, architectures with interoperability between uh, the uh, different vendors so that uh, the telecom operators are not somehow committed uniquely to a single uh, vendor that provides the whole uh, set of network components altogether. So there are many different ideas that uh, are you know in the discussion. So I think that the the contribution of Serena in this direction will will be somehow demonstration and feasibility of this steerable antenna technology, which, uh, uh, although it has been around for a while, is not particularly new in terms of the concepts, but uh, has been relegated mainly in uh, military applications, or phased arrays in military applications. They are very expensive objects. uh uh, or on uh, research papers
0: Uh, maybe i can also add the larger part of serena is investigating frequencies which will be used in 5g and the 5g which might be deployed in a year or two but there's also a smaller part of serena which actually focuses on even higher frequencies so exactly what the zap has said that one technology or one uh, idea for the beyond 5g world is, is that even using again, higher frequencies because of more available bandwidth and Serena even covers this. I mean, it's not as integrated and not as complete as the 5g part, but there's already a part of Serena, which investigated those higher frequencies. And of course, also the signal processing and the, uh, the design of the communication system we have proposed with Serena. Um, might become more and more relevant for higher frequencies because it becomes more and more different compared to lower frequency systems. This is also something which can be used for higher frequencies or which even has to be used more and more for higher frequencies.
1: And that's most encouraging. Serena has been running for almost three years now. Um, What kinds of challenges have you experienced in that time frame?
0: Uh, so so what I have mentioned before, what the goal of Serena is to integrate many partners and many fields of research. But of course, this can also be challenging because collaboration is something which needs to be done. Uh, and then you have um, experts from different fields. So there's often a bit uh, difference in seeing the problems from different viewpoints. And this collaboration, it was actually a very good collaboration within the project, but it, still, the partners have dependencies. Um, and those dependencies uh, are a risk when you see that uh, there are some delays introduced because maybe something didn't work out as expected in the beginning. So delays were somehow a problem for Serena because um, it's still research. So things cannot work. And then they might need to be redone Uh, with something you learned in the first process where it didn't work and then the second version works but then maybe you have a partner who is also delayed because he also needs to wait for the second version so the challenges have been exactly in this collaboration that um, partners depend on each other uh, and this means that delays propagate and uh, things cannot be tested uh, before a certain goal has been achieved and uh, things are tested from a different partner so that was basically the main challenge i would say but it was also this collaboration is i think at the heart of serena so it's very important but it was also a challenge and a risk but sometimes you especially in research you need to take risks otherwise uh, you cannot go beyond the state of the art
2: yeah i think that the they i don't have much to add to what thomas said is that uh, in these multi-partner projects uh, the it's always challenging to uh, make uh, you know all the partners uh, uh, work together in a way that uh, at the end uh, the integration uh, can actually be done without too many problems and uh, and also there are several different technologies here in uh, that uh, participate. And uh, uh, so, yeah, it, 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 there were some challenges in, uh, in, in putting all these things together.
1: Well, that's how it is in the research realm. Yes. So on the Serena website, I see that there is a demonstrator to be built. And seeing as how we're on the tail end of the project here, can you give us a brief update on that endeavor?
0: Um, So actually we can see the demonstrator is uh, built from many blocks. As I said, we have many many different partners Um, and uh, the the main achievements of the project. So this manufacturing integration and the communication system, uh, those work. So we have a demonstrator for this very small integrated module where you have the antennas and the power amplifiers and beamforming all integrated and we can also control this module uh, so this is the basic block of what the, our how the proof of concept system as we have called it, is envisioned and this this module works uh, and we have um, also used it to uh, to measure communication signals and and to see if the signal processing works what is a bit delayed because of the what we have the challenges, what we have talked before, is that we use this block and we basically scale it up to have a nice demonstrator, which is already into the direction of a product, which is of course not a product because with a product you need to support and things like this. But uh, we want the, the the goal was to have a very uh, a demonstrator which could actually demonstrate the whole system uh, on a large scale. And this is unfortunately a bit delayed, but all the working uh, parts, they they work and we measure them and we we got the results. So let's say for the research, the important parts, they are there and we have uh, demonstrated them, whereas the final demonstrator to show maybe to the public, which is easier to understand, uh, is still delayed, but uh, uh, we are working on it.
1: Well, this sounds good, and progress was made, and the results of Serena could keep Europe on the cutting edge of next-generation communication. And this is, of course, undoubtedly due in part to the efforts of both of you. Thanks for all the information about Serena.
0: Yes, thank you. Thanks. Okay,
2: thank you very much.
0: It was a pleasure.
1: This podcast was brought to you by Technica. The Serena Project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 779305.